Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success as listeners? Tyler McCart. Yep, I'm always coming at you every week. Bringing it, baby. That's what we do here on the Success Edge. In episode 56, this is going to be a little bit different than normal uh, interviews that I normally have. So I'm excited about this. And, you know, Darren Shearer is the author of the Marketing Like Jesus book. Okay, 25 Strategies to Change the World. And we're going to get into that in just a second. But like always, I always, always, always want to tell you why. When I read the book by Simon Sinek, okay, start with why, it totally revolutionized me with saying I need to always start with why with whatever I do. And so here's the deal, guys. The Success Edge is here for you as a marketplace Christian, whether you're a doctor, ditch digger, truck driver, uh, dentist, whether you're a professional salesperson, whether you're a mom, dad, um, wherever you're at in the marketplace, we want you to take your game to the next level. We want to give you resources. We want to give you stories. We want to give you actually, you know, different aha moments. We want to give you scripture that's going to be able to help you take your walk, take your game to the next level, because I know you're out there. You want this. Okay. You've been looking for a resource and you found it right here. This is it. Okay. So this is why the success edge exists. Now here's the deal. Okay. I want to let you know something real quick, okay? If you want to stay plugged in on a pretty consistent basis without having to be alerted via you know social media or whatever, go download actually the iTunes podcast app, okay? It's a free download, and you can look for the Success Edge for the Marketplace Christian out there. Or you could, if you're an Android user, you can actually go out there and find the Stitcher Radio app, okay? Download that. Again, it's free. And you can find the Success Edge out there and subscribe. And that'll be a great way for you to be able to keep up with the latest and greatest on the Success Edge. Now, obviously, I have an announcement, okay? Yes, an announcement. This is huge. Guys, I am jacked because guess what? The Success Edge went over 10,000 downloads in the, in the life of the podcast. Dude, I am so jacked about this. This is huge. I, I'm telling you. This, this totally like <laughs> when I saw it the other day, I was totally blown away. I just couldn't believe that we had went over ten thousand downloads. Okay, seriously. I mean, I never thought that we'd ever go through over ten thousand downloads, and it is because of you guys finding us out there and subscribing to the Success Edge. And I really, really do appreciate you doing that. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in this interview, gang. I can't tell you how much of an honor it has been for Amy and I, my wife and I, to be able to get to know Darren, uh, Darren Shearer. So if you want to get to know Darren a little bit more on a more personal level in his business, you know, outside of the book release, go back to thesuccessedge.biz backslash 46, and you'll find actually Darren's interview right there. But this interview is all about the book. This interview is going to be all about the marketing like Jesus the 25 strategies that help change the world that Darren is, is really is almost like a textbook 
with stories and relevant things in there about Jesus Christ's life and how he got his message across, how he actually marketed, you know, the gospel. And I think this is a phenomenal, phenomenal way to look at how Christ did this. And man, Darren does a great job of being able kind of telling his story of his journey with the book and basically some of the favorite uh, strategies that he has and where you can go find the book. So go to thesuccessedge.biz backslash 56 to get the book. All right. And we'll jump right into this and we'll catch you on the other side. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart. Man, I'm definitely throwing curveballs left and right here about how I'm doing my show. And this is definitely a curveball that I want to throw throw at you guys. Now, I want to put this out there that episode 46, okay, Darren Shearer, I had Mr. Darren Shearer on the actual, you know, podcast, you know, goodness, that was actually July the 4th or whatever it was, uh, right, Darren? Isn't that right? About that, yeah, first week of July. Yeah, first week of July that I actually put out uh, Darren's episode that uh, I interviewed Darren on. And uh, here we are. You know, we're in August, and we mentioned uh, during that time that Darren was working on a book. And that book was actually the Marketing Like Jesus, you know, book that actually had 25 strategies that helped change the world. And we talked a little bit about that book, but I know, guys, that I wanted to come back on and actually interview Darren specifically about the book and about the launch of the book. Because actually, you know, when you're going to be getting this episode the book will actually already be released, okay? And I'm going to have everything in the show notes so you can go out there and find it, and Darren's probably going to give us the best ways to find it um, out there. But um, before I go any further, Darren, thanks for being back on the Success Edge, man. It's an honor, brother. Glad to be back. Absolutely. Now, Darren, I'll have to let you know this, okay, that you are actually number two, number dose of anybody, and I'm talking anybody. Chris, Chris Rice is the only person that's been on my show now, I think Chris has been on three times. Now you're number two as far as being on the show twice, okay? Man, that is incredible. I'm going to have to go brag to my wife about I that. I know, man. <laughs> you know, you need to go to Solomon and man say, Solomon, check it out, man. I was actually on the show <laughs> twice. And Solomon's just going to look at me and say, change my diaper, Dad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care, you know, the success edge or whatever. But... uh <laughs> No, you know. No, he's a big fan. Solomon's a big fan. Hey, praise the Lord. At least I got another fan out there, you know. <laughs> That's great. You know, uh, but, you know, SEC, we're going to have some fun on this, uh, obviously. So uh, that's just how I like to roll. You know, um, one of my, my sayings that I have is, uh, you know, we spell fun in the McCart household, W-I-N. Okay, that's how we spell fun in this household. But that's how we spell it on the SEC as well. So, and Darren, I'm excited about this book. So, Darren, you know, my first question to you that I want to ask you about the book, okay, is, you know, tell us kind of the backstory. Tell us, you know, what inspired you to write this book and create this, you know, because, I mean, it's, it's, it's unique. I mean, you're, you're actually putting Jesus more in the light of a business, you know, owner, you know, and a marketer, okay? So talk to, talk to the Success Edge about what prompted this whole, you know, book and the creation of it, if you could. So what I was sharing on my, my previous episode, when you interviewed me about my faith walk in the marketplace, I was just kind of explaining a bit about how I just began to see a need to reconcile my faith with my work. And I really wanted, I didn't just want to 
go to church and try to be a good person. I really wanted to make sure that my work was was ministry, that it was honoring to the Lord. And and so as I began to study study the the Bible, I went to seminary, I went to business school. This book is kind of uh, bringing the two of those together. Yeah, because... you're going to be a televangelist, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, televangelists, they don't have the, the corner on the market of Christian business people. I mean, it's really, this book is for anyone that's trying to communicate an idea to sell more products or services, to get more members, so uh, or raise more donations, or get more votes. So it really doesn't matter what sphere of influence you're in, whether it's in government or, or the nonprofit, church world, or business. We're all trying to get people to respond in certain ways, in a, in a mutually beneficial way, if you're doing it the way Jesus did it. So the what I began to see is that no function of organization is more important than marketing. I mean, it's really why organizations exist in the first place. And and the other thing that I realized that we needed was an example of a non-sleazy, non-manipulative marketer. Mm. Because unfortunately, marketers have kind of had a bad rap because they're, they've kind of been a- accused of just being a man- manipulative. I mean, it's fine if you want to talk about your thing that you're doing, but don't ask me to get involved with it. Right. Because right. That, that's really where the marketing comes into play is when you're actually inviting people to participate in what you're doing. And, and as well, based on my research and experience in seminary, I found that this aspect of Jesus uh, as a marketer has largely been unexplored. You know, we tend to see him... Uh, we, we, we study what he was promoting the gospel message and why he was doing it to, to honor his father, to, to love humanity. But, but how did he do it in a strategic way is what I explore in this book. And then, uh, the fourth reason is because he's the most effective marketer in history. I mean, here we are 2000 years after he walked the earth and one out of three people in the world claim to be one of his followers. Mm-hmm. Dude. I mean, it just, so, so the inspiration, Darren came from your intrigue of, you know, cause you obviously went to seminary, right? Right. And then all of a sudden you go into business school. So obviously just even those two combinations, you know, are almost oil and water. Right. And, but you see the, you know, the, the cross section or you read between the lines and you really kind of get a revelation, honestly, of that, you know, Jesus had a message to get across to people and it wasn't like this, you know, spooky, spooky, you know, spiritualized thing, but there was actually real concrete, practical things that he was doing. Okay. Right. And you outline Absolutely. all this in the in the book with the twenty five strategies. That's right. And actually there's a bonus strategy in the back, Tyler. Oh you probably noticed that, didn't you? You know, Darren, <laughs> I haven't got to the back of the book yet, but I am reading through your book, okay? So trust me, I'm I'm well on my way. Now, well, Darren, I'll tell me this, okay? So obviously I you know, you've got the book kind of set up you know, and you have these strategies based in groups. Okay. You have basically the, you know, you got a service, you got mm-hmm. target. Okay. You can, you talk about connect, you talk about right. lead and you talk about multiply. Right. 
Right. What what is it about these groups of, or pockets that you've clustered these, you know, strategies in? So so all 25 are are sorted as you said into these five categories. So to me marketing begins with service, you know, where's the need and and how can I fill it? And and then as you really cultivate that that heart of a servant to really uh, be uh, a servant to humanity, then it's important to begin to narrow it down. Like, who are the people that I am gifted to serve? And that's where the targeting comes into play. And then from that point, okay, I've identified who my target group is. Now I need to connect with those people and establishing common ground. So Jesus he he identified his target group of course his mandate to us as his followers is to make disciples of all nations but during his time on earth he said i have come to the lost sheep of the house of israel so this was a very small uh demographic and then even within the demographic of the people in israel he was going after the people on the fringes the lost sheep not the the high and mighties, but the down and outs. Mm-hmm. And and so he connected with them through finding common ground with them. And then and then I move into the section that I categorized as lead. And he began to mobilize those people and take them from b- being just fans to really becoming followers. And then the the final section is called multiply. And, and that's where you're really turning those people into the ones that are, as Jesus commanded his disciples, to go into all the nations mm-hmm. and to begin to experience that exponential growth in whatever it is that you're doing. I mean, the way that he would inject momentum into whenever he was going to a new town, he would send people ahead of him to go and sort of canvas the area, prepare the area uh, so that whenever he came there, it wasn't just sort of like, uh, who are you? It was, oh, we've been we've been anticipating your coming. We we've been hearing about you. We've interacted with your followers, and and they've been telling us what to what we can expect. So that's just kind of a, an overview. It's serve, target, connect, lead, multiply, and mm-hmm. and so in this sense, it's kind of uh, uh, not only is it talking about Jesus, but this book really is sort of a textbook about marketing. Yeah. No, it really is, Darren, because, you know, I know that within within your book, I mean, you give specific things, okay, that you, you know, I was just, you know, live, live your message, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I know you had, you know, actually, you know, I actually was on your show and you had me talk about, you know, speaking publicly consistently. You know, yeah. these are applicable things. I talk, go back to the practicality of it. You know, these are actionable items that they can do. And that's why it's a textbook that you say. And I, I like that, what you said. And, you know, it's interesting, Darren. I, I might throw you a little curveball on this, okay? It's interesting that the, you know, uh, sometimes when we say down and outers, okay, mm-hmm. with, within the gospel, you know, really we're looking at, I think that when we say that, we're almost looking at it from a standpoint that the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the religious leaders of that era looked down on people that were conducting business. Okay. Right. Because pretty much every single one of Jesus's people that he mobilized 
we're business people. Right. Right. That's and, right. And, you know, I think it's very strategic. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing. These people that he mobilized, and it just kind of goes back. I'm, I'm not, I'm going to get back on topic, but I think it's just interesting to think about it this right, is that they were, they owned businesses. I mean, Luke was mm-hmm. a doctor. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. Peter actually owned his own fishing company. You know, John owned his, he was a partner with him. You know, right. Matthew was a tax collector, you know, and these individuals that he was mobilizing, you know, yeah, they were considered probably down and outers, you know, with compared to the, you know, Pharisees and things of that nature. Sure. But it's interesting the how Jesus selected his team, you know, to do his, you know, canvassing and his marketing, you know, because they had experience of dealing with the common people already, right. you know, that I think was huge. All right. What, what's your and thoughts so on it- that? Yeah, I mean, and it's not enough to just say, okay, this is the group of people that I'm trying to reach. What's so powerful about Jesus is that he chose to become like them. I mean, he he went went after the tax collectors and the sinners. Doesn't mean, of course, that he became a sinner because he was sinless, but he became a blue collar worker. I mean, of all of the different professions that Jesus could have. Uh, could have taken on. He could have gone to the bet, studied under the top rabbi. He could have, and of course, ultimately, he did carry the weight of his teaching as a rabbi. They called him rabbi, even though he wasn't uh, formally trained the way the the top rabbis were. But he chose to become like them in taking on that blue collar profession. So, um, and he did this all the way up until the age of thirty, while some of his other peers would have been studying under those those rabbis and kind of on the fast track to become one of the top influencers in their in their community but for Jesus it wasn't just about being humble and and this is sort of a a way that when you begin to look at Jesus as a marketer you'll begin to notice that it wasn't just about his humility and going after the the lost sheep of the house of Israel it was it was very strategic mm-hmm. because if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. Yes. So if he was going to be targeting the Pharisees and sort of the upper echelons of society, and you may be called to do that, uh, it, it, it wasn't necessarily uh, – it, it wouldn't necessarily be wrong of you to say, okay, I'm targeting uh, politicians and people that are in public office, people that hold sort of these taking on a influence to influencers type of an approach, um, which really both you and I are uh, engaged in as well. Yep. But but he, whatever you do, make sure that you have a target in mind. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I really appreciate you, you know, unpacking that a little bit, you know, because I, it is important about that target audience, you know, and I, I like what you said about the, you know, the beginning of it that you, you know, everything starts with, you know, there has to be a need that you can go and serve. You know, uh, I go back to the book, you know, that you and I reference, uh, Frank Betcher, you know, yeah. how I raised myself from failure to success in selling. And he talks about, you know, find a need and fill it. You know, right. I mean, that is, that is classic. So that's good. Well, I want to ask you this, Darren, you know, with, with the book, you know, why is it that people struggle seeing Jesus as a marketer? Why is that, Darren? I think because marketers are largely viewed as takers, yet Jesus was the most generous person in history. So somebody might say, but Jesus didn't require 
anything from people. You know, he was offering the free gift of God. I mean, it was free, but it cost you everything. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so Jesus's invitation to people, what he was marketing was the gospel message, which, uh, which, uh, was to follow me, come and be my disciple. You now have access to, to God, to have a relationship with God where previously it was impossible. And so his invitation was to follow me and he invited these professional fishermen to drop their nets and follow him. He asked a rich young ruler to sell all of his possessions, give the proceeds to the poor and follow him. Mm-hmm. He asked large groups of people to leave their closest family members to follow him. So not only was Jesus interested in marketing this invitation to humanity, it was actually his entire purpose for coming to earth. According to the Bible, he descended from heaven to earth to bring a message, a message of love, hope, and freedom. So the the price to truly accept his message and to follow him was everything. And 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 that that is one of the things that has encouraged me so much is if you really believe in what you're offering and I think this is probably my favorite strategy or one of my favorite strategies I talk about in the book is strategy number 18. It's be proud to ask big. So if you if what you're doing, if you're marketing like Jesus, you can be proud of what you're offering and you can ask, you can make the big ask and without and any be reservations. That's that. right. And be, and be proud to do it because not only should you be proud, you have a responsibility to not cheapen what it is that you're offering. You actually gave, uh, you know, in the book, I believe when I, you know, read 18, you talked about, uh, I think it was Picasso. In there, mm-hmm. he drew. A, what? T- t- tell us that story real quick, Darren. What? What was that story again? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah. So, so a woman was walking along the streets of Paris, and she sees Pablo Picasso over there doing some sketching, and walks up to him and says, uh, "You know, will you give? Will you sketch? Do a sketch of me?" And so, within about three minutes, he's done this this masterpiece, and. And I don't remember the exact amount that uh, that 5, he charged, 5, like, like five thousand francs, yep. something like that. Yep. And and she's like, "But it only took you three minutes." And Picasso responds to her, "No, it took me all my life." Mm. And so he had, he was so proud of what he was what he was offering, and he knew that it was it was so it was such a blessing to people because of the amount of investment that it cost him. So he had every right to then turn around and and expect that people would pay uh, a corresponding uh, price to the value that that he was offering. Yeah, and I think you said just a key word right there that you know Jesus knew the value of what he was offering, right? And that's why he had no reservation with asking, and he could ask boldly, you know, and. I, I I love I love that strategy, Darren. You know, and so you're saying that's probably one of your favorite strategies. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, because it, it we all have I think within us maybe some people are more have it uh, a bit more naturally gifted to just come right out and make the big ask. But but for most of us, we're a little apprehensive about it, and it it could have to do with maybe we don't really believe in. What we're offering, maybe we, 
we we just doubt that it's it's even good for people or we're just timid or what are people going to think yeah, but Jesus what, I don't it's offend almost somebody you know yeah I mean, yeah you don't want to offend somebody by actually mm-hmm. asking them to come to your church or buy your product or to buy your book in my case yeah. you know the book is uh 12.97 which is much cheaper than what Jesus was uh was the the price that he was charging because for Jesus it was it was much more than twelve ninety seven. It was everything. Yeah, Leave everything. your father and mother. Yeah. You know, let the dead bury the dead. Yeah. So he yeah. encouraged people to count the cost. That's good, Darren. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Well, Darren, let's kind of uh start wrapping down a little bit, um, if we could. And you know, with the book and with the because you obviously also have a podcast. That goes along right. with the book, okay? That's right. The Marketing Like Jesus podcast, which uh, yours truly, Tyler McCart, I've actually been interviewed, <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> it's my first interview ever, you know. Um, but, uh, Darren, kind of tell us the vision, you know, of kind of where things are going from here um, now that the book's going to be out, this, is out there. And, um, you know, what's the vision of the podcast and the book right now? Well, my vision really is to, and, and I sensed this going into seminary, uh, when people would ask me, so what denomination are you going to get ordained under and what, what kind of church are you going to start and all this kind of stuff? I, I knew all along that wasn't what I was called to do. I was called to equip Christians in the marketplace. And, and so, I mean, I've read the book of Proverbs. I love the book of Proverbs. In fact, I named my son Solomon. Yep. And, and there are so many business nuggets in there. Which which are incredible, but for me, I, I wanted I wanted to be able to see Jesus in what I'm doing. Yes, you know I I can see Solomon doing it, and I think there there are a lot of books written uh, along those lines applying these timeless biblical principles from the Book of Proverbs to business. But when I began to see Jesus as a marketer, I mean it just it really transformed, and it made me so much more passionate about doing business because I know that it's ministry. And, and, and it's not just about business. It's about, I mean, what, a, what is business? It's about pursuing an exchange. And that's what marketing is all about. And so what I want to see happen is that every person would apply these principles, uh, these strategies in whatever it is they're marketing, whether they're in a nonprofit or running for office or uh, selling books or selling products or services. I want everybody to be able to do marketing the way, the way Jesus did it. Yeah, no. And I, I mean, I, I can hear your passion behind that, Darren. I really can, you know, because, Oh man. I mean, I know for me personally, when I sat in the classroom at coastal Carolina university and I sat in my first marketing class, you know, it resonated with me about, you know, the whole concept of what marketing was all about. And, you know, for you to actually put it, and I never thought about putting it. I mean, obviously, I, I didn't write the book. That's why I didn't think about it, you know. <laughs> but it it obviously, it even motivates me even more to, you know, go back and even reread, you know, certain aspects of the book, you yeah. know, because, you know, you, you, you present the case that Jesus was the greatest marketer out there in the world, you know, and why we should pay attention to that, you know, and you give these applicable 
you know, s- strategies to actually doing it. And you even interweave, you know, your, you know, hang ups and things that you had to overcome, you know, and now you have a successful publishing book, uh, you know, company as well. And you, mm-hmm. you know, you're publishing books as yourself, you know, here you are. And I think that is just, it's awesome. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it, Darren. Well, Darren, before I ask my last question, <clears throat> You know, what's the best way, obviously, let's kind of give, give the success edge, you know, listeners out there, if they're, for, you know, first time new, ever hearing your voice, let's let, at least give them the idea of knowing where to connect with you and also where to get the book real quick before I ask sure. the last question. Yeah, well, you can connect with me at DarrenShear.com and, and also feel free to subscribe to the podcast to kind of get a bit more of an introduction about the book. Um, you know, and, and if you're already ready to, to go ahead and, and make that, that investment into, into this book, um, it, it's 1297. You can get it through my website at darrenshear.com. If you buy it through my website, I'm going to sign it for you. Mm. Uh, before I, before I send it, you can also get it at Amazon and, and as well, it's available in ebook format for a limited time it's it's 4.99 in the in the ebook format okay in the sec we'll have all this in the show notes to link up uh with it and uh to be able to get the book i want to also mention that if this book doesn't help you with your marketing then i'm going to refund your money i mean no questions asked because i mean i hope you can hear my voice that i'm i'm very proud of this book and i'm i'm proud of what it has done in my life and in my business and I'm already seeing it happen in, in other people's lives and organizations. So if this, I mean, I don't, I don't want to waste anybody's time. So if you really feel like after reading this book that it doesn't do it for you, then, you know, let me know. I'll refund your money. Awesome. Well, you heard it here, SEC, right there. Bam. Darren, we really appreciate this. And I want to ask this last question, you know, so, you know, if, if there's one, I mean, one, if, so, I mean, there's people on this podcast right now, they're either in their car, they're on a treadmill, they're on a running path, they're on their bike, you know, they're, you know, washing dishes, you know, in their kitchen or whatever, you know, you know, obviously they're busy. So, you know, but if there's one strategy, okay, one strategy from the book that you could pull out for the success edge that they could go and walk away right now and apply what would that be and why? And I've kind of uh, touched on this a little bit earlier, but the, I think the strategy that I find is I work with authors uh, primarily. The one that I find people are missing most often is defining your target group hmm. because there's a, a sense that if I define a, t- a specific target group, I'm going to miss out on, on the other 7 billion people in the world. And, and what ends up happening, if you don't, if you don't define your target group, you're, it's like Zig Ziglar said, if you aim at nothing, you're going to hit it every time. So chances are you're, you're already doing some of these marketing like Jesus strategies, you know, probably in like the, the section about serving the, the strategies are transcend dead traditions Strategy two, aim to be a restorer, not a radical. Strategy three, find a need and fill it, and and so on. So you're you've probably already found a need. So now the the task is to define particularly who is it that you were gifted 
to serve. And I mean, in my case, it's Christian business people, uh, particularly thought leaders. And, and that's where my publishing company comes into play. And that's, that's really one of the main inspirations for writing this book. And really what I'm just completely locked on to is this group of Christian influencers, uh, particularly Christian business people that are, that are thought leaders. So that would be my recommendation is to, if you haven't already, I mean, do it to where, so you've defined your target group. Now, now make it even more narrow. And then it, it, if that feels uncomfortable, make it even more narrow until you have narrowed it, not just down to a target group, but a target person. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. You and I, I know we've even talked about that, that, you know, even for the success edge that I have Daniel, you know, in mind when I'm talking, because I've, you know, I've got his age, I've got, you know, what his background is and everything, because that is who I'm talking to every time that I bring somebody on, you know, I picture Daniel sitting there with me and me asking, you know, these questions, okay, that Daniel is listening and Daniel mm -hmm. needs to hear these things that this person, this, you know, Christian in the marketplace, the succeeding, you know, out there in the marketplace, what they're doing, you know, yeah. and that is, I can't, you know, you know, Darren, it's so good that you talk about that because there are a lot of people out there that, you know, they're already fulfilling a need somewhere, you know, they're already right. serving in some capacity. They already can recognize, you know, I've got some, you know, skills or gifts that I'm meeting here, but they don't know who to go talk to about it or they don't yeah. know who to actually target. And, right. you know, for the success edge, you know, defining and niching down and niching down and niching down to where that you're talking to that one individual. And that's the best way I can put it is yeah. if you can figure out who that one individual is, it truly can help you define that niche, right? Right. That's it. Okay, good. I love it. Love it. Love it. Well, SEC, this has been good. Um, Darren, any other parting thoughts or anything that you want to share real quick? Well, thanks. Uh, thanks again for having me on, Tyler. Um, you know, I, I know that you're passionate about this as well, equipping Christians in the marketplace. And I'm just honored to be able to do life together and, and uh, equip folks right alongside of you. Amen, brother. Amen. Well, Darren, appreciate it, brother. And we will catch you on the other side. Sounds good. Please hang up and try again. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Darren, for coming on the Success Edge, man. It was an honor and a privilege to have an author again back on the Success Edge, but uh, this time for your book release, uh, The Marketing Like Jesus, 25 Strategies That Changed the World. Now, here's the thing. I just want to commend Darren again because he's the second, yes, number two of anybody that has come back on the Success Edge twice. Chris Rice obviously has the reigning spot of coming back on the success edge. I believe Chris has got three times under his belt, but I tell you guys, it was an awesome, awesome privilege. And really, you know, the cool thing about Darren is this right here. Amy and I have really actually um, come to respect and really appreciate Darren. And I'll even say this is that actually Amy just signed uh, Darren as a publisher, you know, for her book that's going to be coming out actually in Christmas time. Yeah, I said that in Christmas time. Now, I don't know whether I'm supposed to say that or not, but I did. So it's out there now. All right. So Darren is obviously going to be publishing 
Amy J. McCart's first book. What an honor. What a privilege it's going to be. So the other thing I wanted to make sure you guys heard was obviously, you know, go into the show notes, go to the success edge dot biz backslash 56 to get all of Darren's, you know, show notes. And obviously, you know, the, the actual book, you know, to link out to it on Amazon. I have actually posted a review on Amazon. I'd ask you to go out there and post a review on Amazon once you get the book. All right. Um, I've already read a good little bit of the book already. And man, it is a phenomenal book for anyone to read. And the other thing that I wanted to mention was Darren's podcast. Okay. Darren has a Marketing Like Jesus podcast out there. And I would also highly recommend you guys to go and subscribe to that podcast. Because here's the thing again, it's just another resource in your arsenal. If you're a marketplace Christian, you need more resources to know how to conduct business God's way. And Darren's podcast is a phenomenal podcast. I've subscribed to it, I've listened to pretty much every episode out there, and they are great. He has different interviews sometimes they come on there, and he also has, you know, his own perspective of the 25 strategies that are out there. All right, guys, I want to do a couple quick social shout outs. Obviously, we've got some new cities that have actually we've tapped. Okay. Keelan, Texas. All right. Welcome to the success edge. El Paso, Texas. Welcome to the success edge. Marietta, Georgia. Yes. Welcome to the success edge. Brentwood, California. Welcome to the success edge. Baltimore, Maryland, welcome to Success Edge. Gang, thank you guys so much for listening to the Success Edge. Man, this is where we're going, guys. We are reaching the world, reaching this whole entire country for Christ and helping the gospel get spread. And man, kicking butt and taking names in the marketplace. That is what we're all about. So SEC, here's the deal. I know, okay, that next week is going to be one that's going to be pretty emotional. All right. I've got the first time ever that I have a gentleman that is going to be interviewed that is not a natural citizen of the United States. Okay. He actually came from the Czech Republic and uh, he is a manager of a restaurant in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And it is Jan Dober and he's from the Czech Republic. It is going to be episode 57. All right. And man, I'm telling you guys that this is going to be a, you know, it's going to make you proud to be an American. Let me just put it that way. Jan does a great job of just, you know, instilling that pride of, you know, gratitude and thankfulness of being an American and being in the greatest country. I mean, he says this like several times on his interview and it, it really did impact me. It really did impact me. So, and can you believe it? That's the other thing, guys, is we're up to episode 57. I mean, I didn't even mention that. You know, we're here at 55, 56. We're getting ready to get close to 60. (laughs) That our podcast is going to be at 60, you know, episodes. Wow. Man, God is good. God is so, so good. So, SEC, we will catch you guys on the other side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.